If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Welcome to Frank and Beans, everybody. Frank and Beans, the Sex and Relationship Podcast. Where I am Beth. And I'm Brian. And we survived Valentine's Day 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Barely. Ugh, yeah. Oh, fuck that day. (laughs) Well, our last episode was all about why Valentine's Day is stupid. Mm -hmm. And I was like super stressed out about it. But thankfully, my friend Colleen and I went out and just had a little Galentine's Day. There you go. It turned out to be actually a pretty fun day after all. Yeah, sounds sounds uh, pretty good. Plus, we had treats at work, so that was awesome. I did get a box of candy from you work. You did? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we just did like a resident event where I went and bought like every kind of, you know how like Walmart has the huge spread of all the different kinds of treats? Oh, yeah. So I just went and bought all those for that event. So that was now they're 70% off. I know, right? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's the best part. <clears throat> It's a Valentine's Day for single people. Right, exactly. <laughs> 70% off bags of candy. Mm. I'm <laughs> yeah. in love. Yeah, I'm in love with a good deal. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, so anyway, as a reminder, um, if you would like to sponsor the show, you can visit www.patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash Frank and Beans, become a sponsor of the show, get a beer crack in your honor, some sweet swag, or uh, a number of other different packages based on your sponsorship level. Yeah, we still have uh, stickers and magnets and pins. I did run out of uh, koozies, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, somebody sent me a picture of the koozie the other day, and I was like, I forgot all about that. If you <laughs> if you have a Frankenbeans koozie, that's an original like pressing. That's that's a one time thing. That's never yeah. happening. We'll probably make koozies again, but yeah, we will. Yeah, well, of course we I will. think we're gonna do t shirts as our next run of like things. Yeah, I like it. Um, mm-hmm. But the koozies were cool, but we ran out. Yeah. So if you but have we one, we will we will find something for you. Yeah. We will make we will make merchandise. We will whatever it is your sponsorship level. We will reward you accordingly. So yeah, the uh, SBU parking pass air freshener. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, go back to the Sugar Baby University website or uh, episode website. What am I talking about? Website. I got ahead of myself because I was. Uh, Thinking while you're listening to the show right now, if you happen to be on uh, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, please leave us a five-star review while you are there and say something nice about the show. It really helps us out quite a lot. Yeah, it it boosts us in the numbers. And if you ever look at podcasts, they have the new and noteworthy section or the top 200 per whatever. And that helps to bump us up and get us more listeners. Yeah. And we love you listeners. We really do, and that's why we would also like you to email us at fnbpodcast at gmail.com. That is the letters fnbpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your questions, as anything you want. Yeah, bad date stories, your secrets. Yeah. All that good I stuff. really want to do that secrets episode. <laughs> I know. Maybe Please that'll be next. Secret. 
Maybe we'll have yeah. to. We'll do that next. I know we got a couple of emails sitting there. Yeah. Well, I also want to do. Uh, well, I kind of really want to do the kissing episode next. Okay, that's fair. Because ever since I like, I was doing research last night, and um, I was like, I just found this article it was about kissing, and like, there's so much about it, like why we scientifically started doing it, like why other animals don't, and like <laughs> then just like all these like different interesting facts about it. Yeah, that'll be a good one. Plus, it's an al- ongoing altercation comedy fest joke about kissing. Because <laughs> <laughs> Ray, Ray Porter, our good friend, Zach Slusher, our good friend, I and our other little group of folks who went the first year, uh, we just kissed our way through Austin. <laughs> we kissed everything in Austin, every object, every... <laughs> It was a lot of fun. So now I feel like I, I now that I read that article, I regret it immediately. <laughs> there's just cooties everywhere. That is <laughs> true. Out, so yeah. Anyway, but it should be an interesting episode. But do send us your secrets. We will keep you anonymous. We promise. Um, because we would really like to do that episode. So yeah. Um, I also have a couple of correction corner things to point out. I saw out. that. I like that. Yeah. We kind of got away from doing correction corner, but there was two that came up specifically this week that I felt the need to uh, point out. Mm-hmm. And one is that Beavis and Butthead's neighbor was not, in fact, Hank Hill. It was not Hank Hill. It was not Hank Hill. It was the same voice mm-hmm. who does Hank Hill, but it was not the same character. Gotcha. Do you, yeah. do you know what the character's name was? I do not, but gotcha. uh, okay. yeah, but actually Zach Slusher, our good friend from Trash Blood Horror Cast, did share that information with me. So Yeah. Um, I feel like he uh, would know. What now? I feel like he would know better than, than me and you. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I watched more Beavis and Butthead than anybody, but maybe Zach just watched it more recently. Maybe he watches more King of the Hell than I do. But, um, Could be. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, the other one was very interesting. I was having a conversation with my sister the other day, uh, Jane, shout out to my sister Jane. Um, (laughs) it was about gender identity and apparently in our episode on gender identity, it is called the woke episode. Um, I, we left out a whole gender definition and that is intersex and this is actually probably a whole episode in itself Mm -hmm. um but intersex is people who are born with reproductive or sexual anatomy that does not seem to fit the traditional definitions of male or female um and yeah like literally there's so many different intricacies to this that like again it's probably it's Whole entire own episode, yeah. but I did want to bring that up and say that you know we feel bad for leaving anyone out. We try to do as much research as we can on every one of these topics, but yeah, she was telling me about how um, she had to do like this whole work training thing on it, and she was like, "I went down a rabbit hole on this subject that was just like just on intersex folks alone." So. That is interesting because, I mean, like, I can't even wrap my head around that. You know, I mean. It could be people who who were born, like, with both male and female genitalia. Mm -hmm. It is, like, you know, have you ever heard of people who have, like, a clitoris so large it, like, resembles a penis sometimes? Right. Okay. 
or like a penis that has like a slit so large that it can resemble a clitoris and like right. there's just or there's some people that have one on the inside and one on the outside like they might have like no vaginal hole but they'll have like a urinary hole and like it is just really fascinating and okay, it's yeah. um yeah it's its own because sometimes it, it doesn't form until adulthood it's like sometimes like it just looks like a normal child when they're born and then it grows into something totally different. So it's a really interesting topic that we'll have to cover on another episode. Sounds good. But okay. Yeah. I did want to say that I feel bad for leaving that particular section of people out. And yeah. that we will make it up to you by devoting an entire episode. For sure. Yeah. But Brian, what are we talking about today? Today, we've been talking about this for a little while now, about doing it, but we're going to talk about the weird religious sex practices. Yes. This is, uh, there, I mean, there's probably so much more than what I was able to research. It took four, this is the most research I've ever done, and we probably have not even scratched the surface of the number of weird, I mean, we say weird, it's weird to us, but like, to someone, this is normal. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, this is their tradition. Yeah. So, you know, it just seems odd if you haven't grown up in that particular faith. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah. It's so. weird to us. Yeah. If you didn't, you know. But this is part of their lifestyle, and that's just normal for them. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I think we have to be respectful of some of it. Some of it is rather silly, but... um. <laughs> Yeah, and it doesn't seem like all of this is all um, religious. There is religion in here, but it's also like geographical sex things as well. Um, well, I kind of separated it out into yeah, I saw that geographical areas because otherwise the information was just like all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of it is all stemming from actual faith-based practices of some sort. So don't let the headings fool you. Gotcha. <laughs> Uh, for instance, the first little section that I found was down in the continent of Australia. Um, oh, actually, <laughs> I put Nepal in the wrong one, so I do apologize for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Nepal, I'm sorry. We put you in the wrong category. <laughs> That's yeah. at the bottom. Of okay. Anyway, the first one, um, it's like it's hard to say without gagging a little bit, but um, the Sambian tribe of New Guinea, which is an island off, it's not on the continent of Australia, but not on the actual you know country of Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, so their tribe, which is you know they have their own religious faiths and practices, um, have a tradition of separating their boys from their girls around ages seven to ten. During this time, they undergo several rites of passage, including piercings, nosebleeds, and drinking the semen of the mightiest warriors in the tribe. Yeah. Um. Yeah. (laughs) 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 And children. I mean. Uh, I mean. Do you get a back with that, or, you know, is it mixed with anything? I hope they mix or, it with something. Uh, it's not just like, here's a cup of my semen. I know. I mean, ugh. There's a fetish I mean, for that. 
There would be a lot. That would have to be a lot of semen to just be able to drink it without mixing it with something else. Fair, yeah. Yeah, I hope they're just not ejaculating immediately into the mouth of the children. (laughs) 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 Yikes. But the idea is that it it will make the children mighty over time. So... God, we already started off rough. Yeah, why don't you go ahead with the next one, Brian? <laughs> All right. So the Trobrander, Trobrander. If you if you think the first one's weird, just yeah. sit down. <laughs> just, yeah, have a seat, get ready. So there's another tribe, also from New Guinea, where boys start engaging in sex between the ages of ten to twelve, and girls start as young as six. Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah. What? Ugh. Ugh. Yikes. Never go to New Guinea. No. <laughs> not if you're a child, anyway. I mean, right. it's not a family vacation spot. You do <laughs> not take your children no. to New Guinea. I think I'm just all set on a visit in general. Mm-hmm. Ay, ay, But in that same area, the South Pacific... Island of Mangaya, older women have sex with younger boys, as young as 13, Mm. and are responsible for teaching them how to please their partner. I mean, that last part? It seems very progressive, yeah. It it does. I like like that part. It has a little bit of a happier ending than the six-year-olds. Right, the uh, the whole 13 thing. 13 is a little bit much, but I mean, if you really think about it in today's day and age... It's not that unusual. I lost my virginity at 13. So. Yeah, I was going to say, right? <laughs> <laughs> Here I am sitting on my throne of judgment. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. So anyway. Do we want to do the Nepal one now? I mean, yeah, we're, we're moving up that Asian coast now. So I got yeah, you. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, yeah. so we're still in the South Pacific. So in Nepal, yeah. some tribes pa- practice polyandry. Yeah. Uh, where are the, where all the brothers share one wife? Mm. Ugh. Ugh. No. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, she's probably like, all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Eskimo brothers. <laughs> but like real Eskimo brothers. <laughs> but like, <laughs> they're actually related. <laughs> um. <laughs> The reason for this is uh, so they don't end up with too many children to feed their limited farmland. From From their their limit, yeah. Yeah, from their limit. And that makes sense because, you know, they're in the mountains and not a shit ton grows at like 13,000 feet. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I guess that makes sense. But like, are there women Uh, that just aren't married to a bunch of dudes? (laughs) And then their children couldn't like mate with their own, you know, like they'd have to be careful to not. Yeah. Mate with their cousins and stuff. Mm. Like the kids that they do have. Yeah. Yeah. You can so only you, have kids with the other ladies' kids. So your brothers and sisters are your cousins as well. Oh, my God. Okay, Alabama. Oh, yeah. Is, <laughs> is Nepal the Alabama of Southeast Asia? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well, at least they have a reason for doing it. That isn't just that they're gross hillbillies. Right. 
Alabama like is Alabama. all farmland. You've got no excuse in Alabama. Right. Bingo. <laughs> I don't think we even have listeners in Alabama, so let's go. Uh, uh, we, we, we did. Yeah. We did. I don't know if she listens anymore. Mm. There was a divorce involved. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah. And, and the husband moved to Georgia. But he still listens. Gotcha. Our good friend Patrick Cunningham. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, anywho, moving on to ancient Egypt. Maybe uh, I should have done this in like, well, no, that would have been hard to figure out because uh, I don't know anything about history. So I would <laughs> just guessing on like, but I think this is probably arguably the oldest like sect of people. Um, but uh, ancient Egyptians believed that the ebb and flow of the Nile River was caused by their god of creation's ejaculation. Uh, I'm so glad we have science to like yes. disprove this. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine being a grown adult and... And just being like, look at all this semen. <laughs> yeah, well, it gets more fun. Uh, they would ritually masturbate into the Nile to ensure a wealth of water for crops... During the Egyptian festival of the god men who represented the pharaoh's sexual power, men regularly masturbated in public. Uh, you know, no. Wow. No. Okay, no, no. first of all, if anyone was thinking about visiting the Nile River on vacation anytime soon. I mean, I've been to the Nile. Uh, well, I hope you did not get inside of it. I did not. It is full of semen, apparently. Ugh. ugh. It's also full of dead bodies now. Like, well, the Nile, where I was is at, it was, really? was in Baghdad, yeah. Um, so now it's just full of dead bodies. And weird, like, fish. What? Um, f- weird fish. We had a couple of people who uh, would fish in the Nile, and they would catch these weird fucking fish. They look like crocodiles with, like, a fin. Oh, alligator cars? Maybe. I mean, they were really nasty. They have though. those in the river in Indiana. Well, I, they weren't alligator cars, but they were they were like a nastier version. I'm sure similar, but oh, the ones in like in the river in Indiana where where Bob and my sister lives mm-hmm. are fucking terrifying. Mm. <laughs> They're fu- they look like fucking straight up river monsters. It is, and I'm like, we got in this like we've been swimming in this, and those live in there. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, no, no. Yeah. Let's see. yeah. Ugh. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Let's see. Ancient Egyptians also believe that chaos, the god of creation, masturbated us all into existence. <laughs> that we are, in fact, his byproduct. You know? <laughs> 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 to me, I that mean, sounds a little better than like, this dude just created everything. Well, how did he create it? Well, because he did. This he is at just, least like, yeah, chaos decided to, yeah, chaos decided to jerk off, and here we are. Oh, why okay. is all existence explained by? Okay, well, <sighs> you can't explain everything by masturbating, though. It's like, how are we existed? Well, God masturbated. Well, how did the Nile exist? Well, obviously, God masturbated. It's like, <laughs> right? Well, how do we get more water? We masturbate. We masturbate. Yeah. <laughs> It seems like a fine excuse to just jerk off regularly. <laughs> I mean, if you if you throw religion after it, you you can get away with it. Truly, anything. yeah. 
Oh, pff, yeah, know. wait, just wait. We will prove that to be quite true moving forward. So, oh, yeah, yikes. It is. <sighs> this really reaffirms my belief system this episode. I will tell you what. <laughs> oh my god so moving on over to europe this is where we get a little bit more sexually repressed if you will um (laughs) Mm. uh, for instance the people of ennis big which is an island off the coast of ireland the people are <laughs> I can't even say this without laughing, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my God. The people are so sexually repressed, they make love with their underwear on. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make love with your underwear on? I mean I mean, we've all dry humped in junior high, but for the God's sakes, like how do these people can't... procreate? Like I don't know. Like, what kind of loose underwear are you wearing where you can get it inside of her with your pe- I don't know. I mean, do they just kind of move it to the side and, like, you you know? I don't know. I think they just dry hump. Uh. <laughs> There's probably a reason why this isn't a more popular area or I've never heard of it before. Right, yeah. Uh. But, yeah, believe it or not, it didn't make it to Zagat's top 10 list of places to visit before you die. I mean, <laughs> yeah, because they're having sex with their underwear on. Right. No one wants to do that. No. Uh. Also, off the coast of Ireland, it's probably just like cold and wet, and like, mm-hmm. that's probably a good reason to. to... Yeah. Anyway, uh. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of there. Yeah. Um, in 12th century Great Britain culture, not only accepted cohabitation before marriage, uh, but encouraged both cohabitating and pre- premarital sex in order to ensure her fertility prior to commitment. Okay. Yeah. Um, brides were pregnant on their wedding day more often than not. Interesting, right? Yeah. Because you have, like, a wedding, which is, you know, like a religious ceremony, essentially. You know what I mean? They're not just talking about procreating here. They're talking about, like, the if you're going to, like, swear before God that you're going to be, like, faithful to this woman forever, then you should have the right to, like... I mean, this is 12th century Great Britain, so, you know, like, procreation was important to them. Right, yeah, absolutely. So they were like, yeah, we need to find out if she's fertile before I can put a ring on it and promise before God... Maybe that's because people took marriage seriously back then. How about that? Wow, what do you know? Maybe. Yeah, no, I'm... I'm, I'm... And then the the, uh, cohabitating before marriage as well? Right. Yeah, make sure that this you can stand this person. Yeah. It's interesting how, like, how did that change? Mm-hmm. Like, who knows? Because now Great Britain is, like, one of the stuffier places, it <laughs> seems like, to to be in terms of, like, being traditionalist. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, this next one. <laughs> the name of this god is my favorite thing I've ever read in my life. Um, in ancient Rome, the god <laughs> Mutinous Tutinous. <laughs> <laughs> Mutinous Tutinous Rootinous. He's from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> he comes with whipped cream and fruit combo. <laughs> <laughs> And a side of bacon. Okay. 
<laughs> in ancient Rome, the god mutinous students <laughs> I can't say it without laughing. Who was de- who, who was <laughs> who was depicted only as a giant penis? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> had a <laughs> he had a temple like many other gods do, where people go and they pray to this god where it has a a giant stone statue of it. This one just happened to have two giant boulders as its balls. <laughs> had a temple that brides were expected to visit on their wedding day. And straddle to be freed from the shame of intercourse. <laughs> mm. I think it's hilarious. It's like, girl, just get on that giant penis. Like, it's not that bad. <laughs> like, right. Fast uh, forward to today, and it's probably, you know, everyone would jump on it. Oh, uh, if I ever visit Greek, if you think, or Rome or wherever, if you think that's not the first place I'm going for a photo op, <laughs> you're dead wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> I need to be. Where do you want to go first? Mutinous tootinous. I'm getting on that Peter. (laughs) (laughs) We're taking a picture. You're coming with me, Brian. (laughs) Absolutely. I need to be freed from the shame of intercourse. (laughs) Yeah, really? Pass, not, you know. Yeah. Coming. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. Um, Ancient Greeks loved their penises so much. How much did they love their penises? Um, (laughs) (laughs) How much did they? um, And believe that women were jealous of having them. Interesting. Um, That they celebrated the annual penis parade. (laughs) (laughs) Where they walked the streets carrying large representations of the phallus. The bigger, the better. Yeah, apparently this also still takes place because there were pictures of this. Fuck and I was yeah, like, like <laughs> I was like, what? Yes, like there was like all these people like dressed up like it was fucking Pride Festival and then just like carrying these giant penises. And I was like, I mean, this looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, Greece seems pretty fucking lit. Like penis yeah. parades and. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. The other one was Rome, but I always get like ancient Rome and ancient Greece confused because they're like. I don't know. Their, their cultures seem very similar. Well, Rome is in Greece. No, it's not. Rome is in Italy. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. No kidding. Rome, Italy, yes. I thought they were you know, the same fucking place. The, no, the Colosseum. Goddamn, like, it is the capital Gladiator, of Italy. <laughs> that was all in Italy. <laughs> Who knew? Like, I did, and most people. <laughs> really? Yes. Mm. If you didn't know that Rome was part of Italy, email us at fmbpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. God, it's so good that I do all the research on I mean, here. you're telling me that the Romans were Italians, essentially? Yes. What? Yes. That seems so backwards. I promise you that the Colosseum is in Rome. I, yeah. I, okay. My, my <laughs> sister went there. There's a picture inside of it. All right. Yeah. Thanks, whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) God, I'm getting stupid. Oh, my God. Well, let's just move on to the Middle East. Let's go back, yeah. It's kind of in that same area, you know. Um, In ancient Sumeria, young kids had to prove... Oh, young kings, sorry. Young kings had to prove to their subjects that their relationship with the goddess was strong by having sex with her high priestess in front of full view of the entire crowd of them. They would rejoice if it went well, 
because it meant a good season of crops. I mean, this just sounds like an excuse for the high priestess to get laid. Uh, in front of everyone. In it front just of seems a- like. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, again, it may seem weird to us, but who mm. knows? They they did they did it for a reason. Yeah. Which is that they believed strongly that this was going to help their crops. Hmm. It sounds like the priest or the sounds like the goddess may have been a little bit of a pervert if that's what pleased her, but whatever, you know, it's You know, I mean it's a lot better than like the god that's like, Oh, you can't masturbate because that's dirty. That's a sin. Yeah, that we'll Fuck get in to front that of one. everybody. Yeah, or like I mean, it's a it's definitely not as weird as like the Egyptians and like that everything was fucking semen. <laughs> Why is it raining? Because the gods are jerking off. Semen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Obviously. The angels are coming. Right. <laughs> angels are coming. Right. This is the money shot from heaven. <laughs> I'm never catching raindrops in my mouth ever again. No. No. No more snow on my tongue. Nope. Staying out of the fucking rain. Yeah, and then snow is just like frozen cum. Yeah. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Let's see. (laughs) (laughs) So ancient uh, pagan groups in the Middle East practiced group masturbation ceremonies. Fucking circle jerks. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, they would all try to climax at the same time with masturbating in a large group. That sounds badass. That's a party. <laughs> it's like a, I mean, they were, it was like self-pleasure though. It wasn't a circle jerk. Circle jerk oh, is when you jerk yeah. off the person next to you. Fair. This is just everyone's getting themselves off. Okay. Yeah. If they yeah. were able to achieve this, the, the climax at the same time, the fertility of their crops was ensured by the gods. Gods are- Can you imagine? <laughs> You're like, Susan, God, hurry up. We're all married. Right. <laughs> it's like, what am I going to do? Lick your butthole? I mean, come on, man. Right. <laughs> do you want a fucking crop, a, a good crop this season or not? <laughs> fucking come, bitch. <laughs> I feel like this is where um, faking an orgasm originated from. Oh, my God. Yeah, if you're... The pressure, yeah. <laughs> Brian, you may be onto something. I might be. Thank you, Whiskey. It completely made up for that whole <laughs> Roman Greece thing. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like, at least, like, a little a bit. A little bit. You're more of a theorist instead of, like, a book smart, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway. So, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> Okay, so moving on to the big three that we know, which are Islam, Catholicism, and Judaism. Islam, uh, according to the Hadith, a collection of sayings generally contributed to Muhammad, the least reward for people in heaven. So the very least, like the very, like the lowliest guy in heaven Mm -hmm. still gets... 80,000 servants and 72 wives. Since women were expected to save themselves until marriage, the 72 wives would then presumably be virgins. Gotcha. So that's where so that's where the whole like, you know, how when people say like, oh, like uh suicide bombers and stuff, like yeah. they're like, oh, they get 72 virgins. It's really that they get 72 wives, but because in the Islam faith, women are expected to remain virgins until marriage. 
That makes sense. Yeah. They're presumably virgins. Yeah. Presumably. But yeah. I mean, like, what a fucking misogynist religion. Okay. <laughs> what do the women so get? My, my heaven is that I had to share my one husband with 71 other women minimum. <laughs> right. Ooh, that is just such heaven to me. Mm-hmm. And what about the 80,000 servants per person? Where do they come from? Who do they piss off? Right. <laughs> Are they the only ones that did not fly a plane into a building or what? Like, <laughs> That's radical Islam. I'm sorry. That was a bad joke. <laughs> yeah, if you have to, let's, let's presume that this guy has sex um, with each of his wives one time a day. That means that you, as one of the wives, would have sex five times in a year. Wait, what? Okay, so if you're one of the 72 wives. Yeah. And he has sex with one wife each day. Okay. You Your rotation, you would come around five times a year. Come around? See you, um... <laughs> Okay, I get it. So the math, you just did really fast math on that. I did. 5.06. That is very impressive. That is quite impressive, right? I'm trying to make up for that fucking Rome comment. You can rain man that math that quickly, and you didn't know that Rome was in Italy. (laughs) Like, I was, yeah. I'm a numbers guy. Like, I. Uh, That's fair. History and, and geography, eh. (laughs) <laughs> very very basic geography but whatever it's fine <laughs> i've just never associated that like rome i'm not against italians i'm not racist i'm not prejudiced but like i've never no. thought that romans were italians i thought they were all greek <laughs> i'm dumb oh well <clears throat> okay brian um yeah moving on so <laughs> yeah in islam adultery is considered worse than murder Wow. Yikes. Well, it's a good thing most of the women just don't have sex until they're in heaven then. Right. Mm. What? <laughs> I mean. that's that, Yeah, that's rough. Wow. So I'm guessing adultery, that's, you know, obviously sleeping with somebody else's spouse. Um, but also yeah. having premarital sex, is that would be considered adultery as well? No, um, I think, well, that is a a whole different thing. I didn't actually find any facts on Mm. that. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, adultery. And I think they more so mean, like, because there was this whole other thing that they talked about, about how you could do temporary marriages in Islam. Right. And so you can just, like, and it doesn't even have to be, like, official. And it doesn't have to be through the court or the church or anything. Like, you can just, like, say you're temporarily marrying this person to get it's like their loophole for having sex with someone else outside of your marriage. Gotcha. So yeah, you just have to make sure that you're doing that, or it's worse than murder. Mm. And they said it can be from anywhere from five days to ninety nine years. These temporary marriages. Gotcha. Okay. So there's a loophole. You so, just gotta do the paperwork, you know. I mean, I wish we had temporary marriages, and I could get more on my tax returns. Yeah. Really. Fuck. <laughs> Damn, Brian, we should just get fake ass married. And right. <laughs> I could have gotten like six grand back on taxes this year instead I got jack shit. Instead I owe the state of North Carolina $26. Fuck them. <laughs> 
fucking state of North Carolina. I already gave you yeah. thirty six hundred bucks. Like, come and fucking come and get, get it. Twenty six. <laughs> anyway, um, but the final one that I found on Islam is that in the Islamic faith, during Ramadan, which is the month of September, members must abstain from sex from sunup to sundown. So basically, like they can't eat, they can't drink, they can't do anything, and then sex is included in that. Yikes. So. But once the sun goes down, party on. Party. <laughs> All right. Oh, there's so much Catholicism yeah, stuff. I could have. You could probably do a whole episode on that. Probably. Let's see. So we'll move on to yeah, Catholicism. This is like the. Oh my God. These are the people. <laughs> you know, these are the people who are having the um, the purity balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. I kind of skimmed over this. I already no. don't like it. No. Um, according to the president of the Catholic League, I didn't even know that yeah. was a thing. But uh, Bill, I thought this Bill was Donahue. so fucked up. We were going to call him out by name because this is wow. Yeah, let's. Yeah, I, I like that. Bill Donahue. <laughs> Um, says that the crisis in the Catholic Church is not one of pedophilia, it's one of oh, homosexuality. Oh, oh, okay. That's one uh, way to say uh, it. Uh, Go on, uh, Bill. <laughs> Bill, let's see. Since most victims are male, and only men are allowed to be priests of the church, and since most victims uh, are the ages of 12 to 17, young, young adults, not children, can't give consent... Um, it's homosexuality that, that, that needs to be cured. Not now, keep in mind, pedophilia. those are his words, not our words. Right. I do not think that someone is 12 is a young adult. <laughs> I think they are a child. I do not think that someone who is 17 Correct. is a young adult. They are a child. If someone is under the age of 18, 18 a is a young adult. 19 is a young adult. 20 is a young adult. Mm-hmm. 12 to 17 Categorically, yes. children. Thank you. But, children. But yeah, this is children. the president. Can I give consent? Of the Catholic League going on record saying, well, yeah, we, we realize there's a problem, but the problem, a crisis, yeah. A crisis, even. It's homosexuality. It's not pedophilia. No, it's fucking kids, okay? <laughs> the problem is that priests are fucking kids. Right. That is the problem. Right. And anytime you it's assert rape. your kids power are raping and control kids. over someone, a young yeah. child, right? Um, yeah. Anytime you assert that power and control over someone, yeah, of that age, that is pedophilia. And this is the leader is of the Catholic League, and so you know that they're like they're all their PR mm. people got together and said, "This is what we got to go with. This is how we have to phrase this." Yeah, that sounds good to me, Bill. Let's go with that. What? Do you think, <sighs> you know, and that's the thing. I, I, I mean, we're. I'm sure we're going to see it more and more and more as we go on with this topic. But the more that you repress your sexual urges, the more fucked up you get. Right. I, I mean, I think that's just science. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because your body is meant to fuck. Okay, like it's true. Well, that is your a basic instinct that you have. It absolutely physical, like physiologically. Your body is is like made to have sex. Like yeah, it, your brain is like 
trained and created like in a way to make you want to procreate like so when you prevent yourself from doing that yeah you're gonna go a little nuts yeah also you know maslow's hierarchy of needs i mean he puts sex with air and water and food i don't know if you've ever seen that pyramid yes yeah Yeah. sex is the same thing as breathing it is a physiological need you have to do it right or you end up fucking kids in a church yep and call it a homosexuality problem and not a pedophilia problem. Right. Now, a few steps up is intimacy and, and you know, sense of belonging yeah. and all that other stuff. But right. the very basic is sex. A hundred percent true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this where, like, we, you know, we feel like a lot of cheating is, can be attested to that. Yeah. Agreed. Now, a lot of it is because people are piece of shit jerks, but at the same time, and, you know, and the circumstances around it. Like, a lot of people feel forced into marriages, and then they don't get their needs met, and then shit like that happens. So, you know. But again, it's the repression of sex that causes problems. I think so. Anyway, so. You know, you uh, and to digress further, you look at all the serial killers, and they had some kind of, like, sexual deviancy or trauma younger in their in their lives and oh yeah a go. lot of them did for a sure a lot of them did especially yeah. you know the rapist and the you know the really far out there ones. oh yeah. yeah a lot of people that are like pedophiles are people that were uh that were groomed t- to be you know like to they, they were groomed by a pedophile themselves to then go and do it to other people right so, you know, anyway, I've been you know, too they, much into that. Yeah, they had the mother who was like, your penis is dirty and it's disgusting and, yeah. you know, you, you, stuff oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, like Ed If Dean, you play with like, yourself. And, yeah, like all of those, yeah. And she look at what he did. his penis with burning water. And, uh, Fuck. And now he wears skin, so. <laughs> other people's skin, a house full of other people's skin. It was... Anyway, okay, that was a quite a dandant. <laughs> Maybe we should do an episode one day that is specifically just like serial killers and the weird sex stuff that they did. <laughs> sure, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll throw it in the... I always laugh when I look at the show ideas book. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, so anyway, okay, back to Catholicism. Uh, Catholic doctrine states... This is so just, again, this, like, fucking backwards-ass shit. Catholic doctrine states that having sex with your wife for pleasure instead of procreation is not only wrong, but it's considered adulterous. Yeah. Now, I looked up the definition of adulterous, and it is having sex with someone other than the person you are married to. Whoa. So, So contradiction. Huge contradiction right there. Tell me how having sex with your wife is adulterous because it's for pleasure instead of it's yeah for pleasure yeah. it's just when it when the actual webster's definition says anyone other than your spouse yeah no no oh, catholicism 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 and that's part of that repression <laughs> yeah that yeah, is yeah, part yeah. of that repression and even the next one catholics believe that masturbation leads to at least half of the deadly sins <laughs> Ugh. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying to do the math there. Like, you can't have half of seven, so I wonder how they figure more that than out. oh, at least half. It's at, at least half. Okay. Um, it is said 
that it breeds self self absorption, Jesus, uh, pride, greed, sexual gluttony. And is generally a reason of sloth. No, I mean, that kind okay. of. <laughs> First of all, the sloth thing. No, I'm not masturbating because I have nothing better to do. <laughs> yeah, fair. Or you know, you just masturbate and now you're lazy. Right. Yeah. You know, sometimes. But again, you know, no, you're it's not saying allowed... it's a result of sloth. So they're oh, gotcha. saying that you're masturbating because you're lazy. Oh, no. gotcha. No. You have to have like the wherewithal to you know. It's much easier to do nothing than to masturbate. So. so, and this is what I'm saying: like you, you can't masturbate, you can't have sex for pleasure with your wife. What's left at that point? Right, a, a bleak, unhappy Catholic existence. Okay, where you fiddle with twelve to seventeen year old children. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not a person of faith, and I don't believe that when I die, I go to heaven. Um, yeah, I don't but, either. But if I was one of those people, and you're telling me that I can't get into heaven if I masturbate, I can't get into heaven if I have sex for pleasure with my wife. Right. This is what I'm saying. Like, all the stipulations that, you know, human beings have put on this, there's nothing in the Bible about masturbation. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing... And I grew up in the Catholic faith. Like, I know mm-hmm. that, like, and it's just all this crazy other shit, too. Like, it's okay to stone your wife and this and that. <laughs> it's like, okay, so we're going to, like, you're not taking that literally, but you're going to go on all these other interpretations of things that you have said that are in the Bible that has been translated how many times by right. how many different people who obviously utilized the information to control people. Yeah. Well, and it's the same thing with, you know, the, um, what is it? If a man lay with another man, it is an abomination. Yeah, but it also it, says, like, it's like an abomination if you sleep in the same bed as your wife when she's on her period. Yeah. The, you, the definition of abomination is just more, like, unclean. And they actually have said that, like, unclean is what they meant by abomination. So, mm-hmm. like, but, yeah, if you think about it, back then, sex with a man, like, if you weren't, like, clean, you know... I know gays who, like, do enemas before they have sex because it just cleans it out, you know? It's like... Right. Yeah, because it's your pooper, okay? So, yes, <laughs> it makes sense, it, yeah. It, if an abomination means unclean, which is the same thing that they said for having sex with a woman on her period, like... Um, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Right. And, so, again, you know, it's all interpretation, like... But then they, they rely their entire faith on this. Oh, like, it says you can't lay with another man. It's an abomination. Okay, have a single one of you slept in the same bed as your wife on her period? Any of you? Probably. Probably. Any of you. Did you make well, her sleep on the couch? it literally says that, too. <laughs> it says the exact same verbiage on that, too. So, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just that it's just that people, like, choose to pick and choose what is convenient for them, like... Yeah, and that's in Leviticus where it says, you know, um, the abomination, but it also says, you know, to play with a an animal carcass is also an abomination. Like you said, unclean. Yeah, it's it unclean, probably is. yeah. It, <laughs> yeah, this makes sense. But, you know, you look at, um, well, footballs are made out of leather. Baseball gloves and balls are made out of right. leather. Like, Holy shit, we, Brian. Should we not watch fucking football and baseball now? Like, if you do that, that's worse than homosexuality and all this other stuff? Right. No, Did you it. literally just stumble onto something genius again today? I mean, I, I have to make up for that Rome comment. 
<laughs> I have to. I mean, whoa. Let's uh, take this information to the Westboro Baptist Church and just can go we please? to work on them. Um, can we please? We we will. We should, Brian. That's a really right. good. We can at least troll the comments of their internet pages, which we all know that I love to do. We just have to wait. Like the one time I did the KKK website where I oh, yeah. trolled the internet comments all day. and like just The made... one in Harrisonville? Yeah. Or Harrison? Yeah. Harrison, Arkansas. Yeah. There's a Harrisonville just south of me, so I get it mixed up. Do we have any beer cracks this week? Uh oh no 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 well that was a free one well, that goes to yeah yeah okay um anyway enough about Catholicism let's move on <laughs> to Judaism all right yeah I remember our good friend Wendy Love Edge was on the show and she was telling us about like how Wendy is uh you know she's a gay woman married to a woman and um. She was talking about how her wife's family is very, like, religious. And they were like, you're going to hell for a And that's like, she's like, I'm a Jew. Ha ha. I can't go to hell if you don't believe in it. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, loophole as fuck. <laughs> I love it, Wendy. <laughs> anyway, so. Um, yeah, so Judaism. Let's see. What do we got first? Uh, Orthodox Jews forbid women from contacting their husbands during their period. So naturally, they abstain from sex during this time as well. So this is Orthodox Jews, which is like, you know, the, like, modest Yahoo, like, you know, curly, uh, Q guys that... Yeah. Yeah. But notice they didn't say that it was an abomination. Right. They just, like... But they literally say, like, they're just not allowed to contact you. Like, you have to go do your own thing when you're on your period. (laughs) It's (laughs) it's kind of funny. It's like, okay. Yeah, maybe... I mean, does, do the Orthodox Jews have room for me? Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound so bad. I mean, Brian, you can't grow the curly cues, can you? Um, I mean, it, are they not just like the sideburns? I could grow my sideburns. No, out. they're hair, I think. Fuck. Okay. I don't know. We'll have to look into that. I'm definitely, I'm doing it now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but what else well, do they believe? Let's see. Uh, Judaism mandates that sex may not be used as a weapon in a relationship. Whoa. Yeah. Partners may not punish one another by withholding it or requiring it. Dude, I feel like that's woke as fuck. Yeah, that is so progressive. Yeah. You can't punish your husband by withholding sex. And you can't punish your wife by like forcing her into having sex. Yeah. I love that. That's good. But they also like, they also say, and this is another thing, um, is that they believe that sexual intercourse is a yetzerah or evil impulse, but also believe that sex between a husband and a wife is a mitzvah or a command from God. So they, they feel strongly that you should have sex with your husband or wife, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so withholding it is, you know, in fact, like against a command of God. But they also feel like you can't force it on them either. I'm not opposed to this religion one bit. Right. Like, they don't believe in hell. (laughs) Right. You know, no Christmas nonsense. You hate Christmas. Right. Your wife has to go away. they believe in a healthy sex life. (laughs) Your wife has to go away during her period. Brian, are you Jewish now? I... (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I'm, I might be. Let's see this this last one. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, in Judaism, on Yom Kippur. It's like Yom Kippur is like the uh, it's like the holiest day of the whole faith. Kippur is that what you said? Yom Kippur. Okay, gotcha. Um, members must refrain from touching as is as it is the holy day of atonement. But it's one day. It's one day, and they f- they fast the whole day too. Like, and then they have a big meal afterwards. I mean, okay, I think I could do a day. You could do one day. Yeah, I could do one day. But all the other days, minus the, you know, period days. Right. You can't withhold it. I think maybe you have a talk <laughs> to have with Wendy LaVedge, don't you? <laughs> I think so. How do I get in on this Judaism situation? <laughs> so uh, the, um, the the curly cues, like you were saying, are, they're not curly cues. I, that's, they probably don't like us referring to it as that. But well, the, um, that's orthodox anyway, so. Yeah. Payot. P-A-Y-O-T. Can I say okay. payot? Uh, are worn by some men and boys in the Orthodox Jewish community based on an interpretation of the biblical injunction against shaving the corners of one's head. Okay, so I was wrong. <clears throat> you probably yeah. could rock some of that. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. All right. <laughs> well, uh, not that I want to jump in on the... Finding a faith today. <laughs> right. <laughs> Train like you. But Wiccans, they practice the great rite, where high priest and priestess have sex in front of their whole coven. In fact, it is the most sacred practice they observe, and it symbolizes the creation of the world. Okay. So Wiccans think sex is very, very important. So you may also want to consider that faith too, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just all the... It, I'll, I'll bash it later. Well, you know what? I think I think uh, the if any the religion for me is our last one, which I will let you jump into. Let's see. Is this the religion of China? It, it, well, it's <laughs> it's the area of China. I should have put okay. it earlier, but I felt it was awesome enough to put it at the end. Oh, okay. I get it. Yeah, we'll build the uh, suspense. Yeah. So in China, the Taoist, which I guess could be a religion, right? It is. It's a religion. Yeah, Taoism I- is a religion. Okay, the Taoists believe that women possess the yin life force in limitless supply, but men possess the yang life force in limited supply. In limited? Limited. So the in, women have limitless the supply men have of limited. yin, and the men have limited. Gotcha. So it is believed that during sex, men need to make sure they receive as much yin as possible. How does one do this? By making sure his partner climaxes before he does. Yes, ma'am. Taoist, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Hopefully multiple times, thus transferring more yin. And if a man prematurely climaxes, it was believed that his life force would be drained and eventually he will die. All right, I'm moving to China. <laughs> moving to China. Oh, Okay. I like yeah. that though. That, no, that's good. Like, yeah, I mean, you've heard of yin and yang, you know, but like they, mm-hmm. the the idea is that women have the yin life force and then men have the yang life force, but women mm-hmm. have limitless. So subsequently, when it comes to self pleasure for males, it's considered unhealthy and forbidden. 
But women were encouraged to do it freely, just no using foreign objects, which were thought to damage the womb. Okay. Very interesting. It is very interesting. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, that was crazy religious practices (laughs) that have to do with sex. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I like your little, uh, you got pictures for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that I had uh, these charts. So we'll put these on the website. So, Brian, you'll have to, like, put those up on the Facebook and everything. But there are these great little charts that say, like, each religion and, like, what is acceptable and what is not. So, like, um, they well, they have Roman Catholicism, Buddhism, Islam, and Judaism. Mm -hmm. And then all of these different like sex acts or what have you. So it's like, okay, like Roman Catholicism, teen sex is condemned. Hmm. Interesting how. <laughs> right. Interesting how they're fucking so many boys, but that's mm-hmm. whatever. Okay. Um, and then pretty much everything is condemned in Roman Catholicism, premarital <laughs> sex, divorce, abortion, birth control. Like the only two that are condemned in most cases are masturbation and homosexual orientation, which I don't yeah. really think that's true. But then you have, like, uh, Buddhism that is, like, allows almost everything. Like, homosexual orientation, allowed. Birth control, allowed. Masturbation, allowed. Premarital sex, allowed in most cases. You know, like, they're pretty, yeah. like... Yeah. So it's an interesting little chart. And then there's another one below it. Yeah. See, I did real quality research this time. Yeah, you did. This should be published. Yes. I mean, I don't want to brag, but I did do one of my kids' papers for them at work, and I got 100%. So I still got it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so yeah, we'll have to put those little charts on the website or on the Facebook since we suck at all of our other social medias. And um, yeah. Uh, do you have any shout-outs today, Brian? I um, I thought that there was one, but I don't think so. Okay. Well, I have a, a shout-out that is not mine for once. Um, <laughs> uh, my new friend Jesse is the front man for a really great band that you guys should all listen to. It is called Dr. Bacon. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Even you would like this, Brian. Uh, like... They're on Spotify, so you can check them out. Like, the the very first song on their Spotify is called Girls from Caroline. And it's, like, very horn-heavy, which you love, Brian. So. I do love the horns. Yeah. And it's kind of, like, it's so weird. It's, like, like funk and ska, but, like, also, like, sort of, like, Avett Brothers-ish. And, like, I don't know. It's a little all over the place. But it's, like, it's really great, fun music. And if you listen to... Girls from Caroline was probably my favorite song of theirs on their Spotify. So definitely check them out. They are from, uh, well, he lives in Asheville, the frontman Jesse. I'm not sure where the rest of the band lives, but they're great. If you see them out and about on tour, definitely go check them out. And also you can find them on Spotify. So, yeah, um, it is DR Bacon. Yeah, DR period Bacon, like Dr. Bacon, mm-hmm. <laughs> like Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah, just not uh, just not spelled out. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, thank you. Good call. Um, so definitely check them out. Uh, also, uh, Western Carolina Comedy, please follow that on all of your social medias. Though my Facebook will be the most active because, yeah, I'm 
almost 39. So <laughs> that is the social media platform for me. Um, our first show will be at the Gem at Boot Jumpering on February 27th. So definitely please come and check us out. Uh, the amazing Brad Sativo will be our headliner. And actually, Eddie Ortiz from Nashville will be there as well, featuring as well as... Um, Rowan Young and uh, Clinton Rex from Knoxville. And I have a super amazing lineup for March already, which no longer includes Taylor Hearn, sadly. But, um, oh, bummer. Yeah, she's not going to be able to go on tour. But uh, it does include Lance Adams, who is amazing, and uh, a couple other folks from that Knoxville area. And also Jess Cooley, my friend from Asheville, who is really super funny. So. Um, and then don't forget in Knoxville, uh, March 31st, I will be opening for the absolutely insanely amazing JT Haversat and Eddie Pepitone. So you won't want to miss that show. Get your tickets. Awesome. Where would yeah. you find the tickets? On True Grit Comedy. Cool. On their Facebook. They have a website. Uh, yeah, all that good stuff. So True Grit Comedy is where you'll find those tickets. Gotcha. Good deal. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's it for me, Brian. You got anything else? No, I don't. Um, you know, do the Patreon. Give us money. Um, <laughs> give us reviews. <clears throat> give us reviews. Absolutely reviews. Um, if you're listening to the show, maybe try downloading the show as well. That Please. metric does help us as well. Uh, yes. Uh, big time. We've almost hit um, We've almost hit 1,000, and I want to say in three weeks. Hell Yeah. What was the number? It was well. We've set, pro- it, since we've started tracking the downloads. Since we've started way. tracking it, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think it was so. It was about three weeks ago, and I think we hit. I'm trying to pull it up. I'm trying to pull it up. Seven hundred and fifty. So yeah, yeah. And the nice thing is, if you're listening to it on your commute or something, if you hit like a a spot where you don't get service, I know I do on my mountain commute. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, then it will just keep playing because it's already downloaded. So. That's right. And then you can always go and delete it afterwards. It's exactly. not hard. Bingo, yeah. yeah. But you get uninterrupted Frankenbeans that way. Absolutely. Cool. All right. Well, take care, you little Franks and Beanies. Take care, you little Franks and Beanies. <laughs>